All right, everybody, thanks for joining us this morning. We do have a slight audio technical uh, difficulty, so the audio may not be perfect uh, for this episode, but uh, we'll do our best to speak clearly. So joining me today, I have Pat Soller, a broker out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. So from, uh, from one coast to the opposite coast, uh, we connect to have a little conversation. Pat, an avid skier and, uh, and a history of dirt biking. So in a way, uh, my man, we're kind of kindred spirits here a little bit, I think, aren't we? We do. We are, yeah. So your roots are originally in personal training. You, you spent, uh, what, like a good 10 years, I guess, in that field before entering brokering? Yeah, pretty much. I, uh, I went from university and team university program at Laval and uh, moved to Halifax and got my personal training certification and uh, did a number of years doing that. Met my wife doing that. And uh, uh, fitness is still a passion of mine, so it's something I do every day to keep me sane. Yeah, I think it's a, the, the fitness angles kept a lot of us sane all the way through the past uh, 14, 14 months uh, ongoing, I guess. So I, I always like to ask the question, um, what are some key things? One, two, three things, whatever you can identify, some key things that like traits that you picked up in your previous career as a personal trainer that you brought to brokering. Uh, this one seems a little easier for, for the, than, than some of the, the folks uh, previous professions, uh, I, I can imagine, but some key things that have helped you in brokering that came from that previous profession. Well, it's, uh, it boils down to consistency and being the ability to break your big goals down into little bite-sized pieces. Because, uh, like, like we talked about on the phone prior to this, uh, people don't get their muscle up or their chin up on first try. But if they work on the little things, they're going to be able to do them in no time at all. And it's like you don't just place up your sneakers and run out to do 5K if you've never run 5K before. So. Yeah, and and you and you you wouldn't really want to go run five k or, or well maybe five. You definitely wouldn't want to just go run ten k cold. You know, like get up get up off the couch after never having run anywhere in ten years and just go run ten k is probably not going to work out so well. It'd be probably be a little bit like trying to close ten files in your first month. You know, this is just not realistic. No, that that's true. That's true. Although I did uh, had a, a friend uh, on Facebook last year. From the gym, they posted how they just done half, and I'd never done a half, so I went up the following day and ran a half. Well, but again, you talk about the incremental pieces, right? So uh, to 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 go run a half marathon, but you know, also be somebody who does some kind of physical activity, like a, an actual exercise routine, seven days a week for. Yeah two decades plus, uh, yeah, you, you should be able to go run a half. Why, why do you only run a half? Why didn't you show them up and run a full? Come on, man. <laughs> I, I thought a half was good. I think you got a 26-mile run on the cards tomorrow now. <laughs> no. Well, I'll have to plan for that. I thought the half is kind of draining, so we'll, we'll plan for a full maybe sometime in the future yeah, i think there is the, the one the one guy in the early days of the pandemic who uh, ran his entire 26 miles uh, on his uh what was it like a 15 foot deck yeah i saw that and people were running them in, in their backyard and filming it that <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know that that would i don't know that that would be mentally healthy to run in a tiny little circle for uh, 26 miles that's uh yeah that, i don't know about that 
So I, I like the thing that. Well, let's get into brokering. And so, so, so you got into brokering uh, in 2002, and I'm sure there's been you know high highs and low lows and all kinds of left turns and right turns all the way through the past 19 years uh, of brokering. But, but we're not going to talk about the past today. We're going to talk about the present and, and the days ahead. And and I really I love some of the stuff that you've got going on. Uh, you know, over the last few months, we sort of started connecting and. Uh, you, you'll dash off uh, some of your blog posts to me, and I didn't realize right away. But you're you're basically writing a blog post seven days a week right now. I I made a commitment in January. This will be my year of growth. So I I set up to uh, improve in a lot of ways in business. It's just a, a small part of that. And uh, I started up on wanting to uh, read more. Uh, so when January rolled around. I got back into uh, 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 Goodreads and, and hooked up a challenge that I was going to read 25 books this year. And I'm already on, I think I'll probably finish the 16th one today. Uh, so, so that's going well. And then I had a, a discussion with my graphic designer back in early February. He said, Pat, you know, your, your website is doing a lot better if you uh, started writing more consistently. So since then, I've posted every day since I believe the first week of February and having this today. And uh, it's it just, it's an outlet to get your ideas on paper. You know that because you, you do that. And uh, they're not always about business. Some are personal. Like today I wrote about the uh, the three C's. So anybody who's ever done the Dale Carnegie course uh, knows what the three C's are. And I think it's a, a great way to, uh, to look at things sort of criticizing, condemning, or complaining. And uh, just trying to find ways to connect with people and to put my ideas out there. Well, I think it's great. And actually, as you're talking about it, I realize I think it was uh, January of last year. I I made the effort. I didn't commit a hundred percent to it, and that's why I didn't achieve a hundred percent. But I made the effort. I opened a Facebook photo album called Daily Thoughts. And uh, some of those thoughts, uh, you, you know, you and I, again, in our, in our conversations, uh, have talked about how I tend to have a, often a lot of words. And, and the whole purpose of that daily thoughts piece for me was I'll have a thought that's like 300 words to yeah. try and compress that down into like 20 words or less that fits in a little tiny social square uh, that, that I can put out there. And and just sharpening my mind and, and, and narrowing the focus down. Like, okay, this is a great big thought. What's the real heart of it? And uh, I, I won't say that I've kept up daily. I, I think there's 220 posts or something, or I think there's around 200 uh, you know, photos in that photo album over the past 450 days. So it's maybe well, it's a, second, every second day I have a thought maybe. Well, there's a great quote tribute to Steve Jobs and he talks about how hard it is uh, to simplify things. Yeah. Taking these complex tasks and, and breaking it down to simple steps. So uh, I like to be more succinct with, uh, with my ideas. And you, you're more, as I mentioned to you on the phone, you're more robust and go into explaining things in better detail than I do. Well, I, I don't know that it's better detail. It's more, more detail, and more detail isn't always better. I mean, you know, to to, to drill right down into a, a brokering topic uh, that's a real painful one that is difficult to distill down into just a few words 
the topic of down payment documentation is an incredibly difficult one. And uh, that's one where, you know, I think we all have scripts and we all have explanations written out that we try and provide clients around the need for this seemingly most painful part of the process. And we could probably all stand to rewrite that script on a daily basis for 10 days in a row and just keep trying to simplify, simplify, simplify. But it's different with every, with every client we talk to because your down payment for somebody who works for a corporation is totally different than somebody who's self-employed or yeah. somebody who's a consultant. Or, so it, you can't say the same thing from one conversation to another. No, not at all. But but certainly having a, a template to work from or a set of templates, you know, the, the self-employed, the gifted, the from savings, yeah. the, the from overseas, the from Bitcoin, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's always an evolution. And uh, I, I think I think that is part of, of what makes a, a great a good broker great is that communication piece. Because, you know, again, as you and I have touched on in, in past conversations, interpersonal communication, right? I mean, that's what it always boils down to. And I love that you you have made that commitment to putting a blog post out every single day and your, your web guy is right. I mean, it does float your website further up to the top and, and searches just organically. Uh, yeah. So instead of instead of paying for AdWords, which is sort of like a lazy shortcut. Uh, you're doing you're doing the heavy lifting, and 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 arguably the payoff is exponentially that much better because you're not just getting somebody who typed the word mortgage in, you're getting somebody who's actually reading your stuff and connecting with you. Yeah, and it doesn't take that long once you get down to it. What used to take an hour and a bit every day takes twenty five minutes. Well, one of my favorite uh, guys out there is a, a gentleman by the name of Keith Cunningham. And Keith Cunningham is, is the rich dad from the title of the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So yeah. Keith, Keith was the rich dad. So that's, that's definitely one of the guys you want to pay attention to in life. And he talks about thinking time. And uh, he writes little missives that go out every few weeks. Uh, I'm on his email list. And, and a lot of times he'll say, now go sit and think on that. And really, that's what you're doing in a way, right? You're spending that 25 minutes thinking about, you know, well, you know, the most recent uh, thought was around Dale Carnegie's three C's. And you're articulating yeah. something around that, putting it out there. Um, and again, it just it, it shows what's going on in your mind. You're processing your own thoughts around it. And then a client, a prospective client out there, reads it, connects with it, and they may not be a prospective, uh, they may not be a live client for two years, but you're 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 weaving those little threads of connection, which I think is fantastic, man. Well, we're playing the long game if you think about it, because not everybody you meet is ready right now to buy or to refinance. But as long as we stay in touch and communicate, we'll get something in the end. Well, brokering is the long game ultimately because the average the average buying cycle, depending on the market you're in, ranges from three to seven years. And uh, you know, I mean, I'm in Vancouver where real estate is a sport. I mean, I, I went for a hike in the woods past virtually nobody on Saturday, but I, I got passed by a few people because I'm 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 no expert level hiker. But one one couple that passed me on the way up. 
he's talking about some raw land he's developing and she's talking about maybe she could put a container, a couple containers, you know, build a container home on the land. And it's like, you know, you're in BC when in the woods, you hear a conversation about real estate, you know, you're in Squamish when they're talking about container homes. And then on the way down, another uh, a couple that were resting on the side of the, the trail. And as I go past, they're talking about, well, I don't know. I mean, do you want to be saddled to a mortgage for 25 years? And I'm thinking, well, I don't, do you want to be saddled to a rent payment for life? I mean, at least mortgage payments end, rent never ends. But like, as I say, in the woods, maybe past a total of 12 people and four of them were having conversations about real estate. So it's basically like a sport out here. Like it's ridiculous. But I don't know, Atlantic Canada, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining people are perhaps a little more stable. They perhaps stay in a home for a little longer than three years on average. Uh, on average, they, they do, but the, uh, I read a great article yesterday in uh, the Financial Post that talked about a lot of the pouring uh, of people coming, migrating from Ontario and BC into the Maritime. And the article made a point that uh, they weren't just coming here for the first time, a lot of people were just coming home to their roots. And uh, were, they were working away in Ontario or BC or West, and uh, uh, now they're able to work remotely. And they, they can choose where they want to live. Well, I mean, Pat, I've only been to Halifax, I think three, maybe four times. Uh, one of those trips was like, I think 12 hours and I didn't even see daylight. I flew in at night, was in a hotel conference room all day, flew out that evening. Uh, that was a totally ridiculous trip. I think it was 21 hours or something of total travel time each way. Like it was, it was, it was, it was a little bit foolish. Uh, I think that was in 2014. But I got a little yeah. smarter the next few times and, and I hung back for a couple extra. Each time I added a couple days, a couple more days. And I think the last time I was there, I spent five or six days in Halifax. And uh, I got to say, I, I, I had Halifax MLS searches uh, live for quite a while after that. I'd go into the MLS and I'd zone into Halifax and look at real estate and whatnot. Because, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty neat spot to be. It really is. I can see how Halifax is, is going to continue to be uh, big on the growth curve over the next few years. There's, there's no question. Population growth and pricing growth. Well, it, it's a great city and just we're in a unique market now. I, when I talk to realtors, but uh, uh, in the past five years, people could get a house for much less than the asking price. And now the asking price, the bare bones minimum where to start. Yeah, yeah, it's turning into a seller's market. Uh, well, vir virtually everywhere it would seem at this point. Uh, not not quite everywhere in Canada, but but it's it's spreading. It's spreading. Yeah. So what are what are uh, you know? Give me one, two, or three key things that that you're doing uh, that you would file under under the business growth. We've got you know the blog is an obvious one. There, there's a there's a critical piece. Well, I, I started blogging more consistently back in February and. Uh, I, I redid uh, my social media. Uh, I redid uh, my CRM. So now I'm, I'm tracking everything. Uh, whenever I get a, a client, a, a long number phone call, I think I heard that from some wise person. Uh, I keep track of, of all the contacts. Um, I'm touching base with people I haven't spoken to in years, and now I'm doing a daily outreach of, of, of at least 10 calls a day. So I'm I'm calling the connected people and just seeing how, how they're doing, the pieces, opportunities, like 
Well, and the 10 calls a day thing is, is interesting because um, you're actually doing that seven days a week. Yeah. Which I, which I, I, I mean, I've never, I've never promoted that, uh, that concept. So I, I think it's interesting. I mean, tell us what the response is on a, on a Saturday and in particular on a Sunday, like you're making 10 outbound calls to people on the day of rest. Well, the ironic thing is that I'll call a realtor on a Sunday. And one of the first things I would say to them is that uh, I noticed that you're working on Sundays. Therefore, I should probably be working too. So that's why I'm giving you a call is to see if there's any opportunities where we can help each other. And just the whole point is just to have a, uh, a good conversation and see where that goes. That's brilliant. I mean, you know, it's, it's next level effort, Pat. Like there's no, there's no way that you make 10 calls a day, seven days a week for months on end and don't see results. I mean, you, you must be seeing results within within a few weeks of starting that process. Well, they, they are. The results are starting to come in where uh, before uh, things be more sporadic, but right now I'm averaging about one new application a, a day. So I'm, I'm pleased about that. My, uh, uh, I'm happy with where, how things are, are going for the rest of the year. So. But it's all about, as we talked about in a previous conversation, consistency. Like you, you can't get fit by working out, going to one CrossFit class or or, uh, or making a hundred phone calls uh, in one day and then doing nothing the next few days. You've got to be consistent. Got to so, put in the reps. Got to put in the reps. So that, that is the big thing that I believe in this year is to put the right practices in place and be consistent with your approach. Well, that, that is, that's just it, right? The consistency, the reps, the reps, the reps. Constant spaced repetition is the number one way to succeed. It's just for most people, it takes a little bit of time to get traction and get going. And a lot of people quit, uh, you know, to cite another wonderful book, right? Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. A lot of people quit putting that effort in and it turns out they were three feet from gold. I mean, you know, like, yeah, so kudos to you for continuing to put that effort in. And, you know, I, I've just actually sent out a batch of emails to people who I had conversations with last April and last May when we first started this conversation. And I really look forward to having a conversation with yourself in eight months, 12 months or so, and seeing where you're at. You know, have you have you consistently kept going? Is it, are you still putting a daily blog out? Are you still making those ten calls? And if you are, what are the results? I, I think it'd be amazing. So, so there to anchor something in your mind. Pat. Next April, we have to have an update conversation. Well, we will, and we will stay in touch. And I, and I appreciate you uh, uh, letting me on your show after me bugging the last three months to, uh, to finally uh, get on here and uh, have, a, have a chat. Well, I don't know that you wanted to be on the show. I think there was just lots of interaction, and then I kind of had to like draw you in. Like, you know, yeah. at first you were like, "Oh, what am I? What am I? you know?" I'm like, "Come on!" Like, you're doing the work and you're getting the results, and and I think that's what people really need to hear. You know, the last thing I want to touch on uh, for sure, uh, unless there's anything else you want to touch on, is of course an, an important part of this whole thing is is personally. Uh, you know, not just growing, not just thriving, but but even just surviving. 
And uh, so obviously fitness and physical health play a huge part uh, in, in your life, but beyond a daily exercise routine, which, which in itself is, is pure gold, what are some other things you're doing to, you know, we, we can file them under pandemic survival tips, you know, as far as personal growth goes. Here, here's the funny thing is that I set my alarm every morning for 6.25, but I'm up at 10 to 6 without the alarm going off. Uh, and I get up and I, I do a 20-minute uh, meditation on headspace. And uh, I love the quiet morning. Everybody's still asleep. There's no phone ringing. And uh, then after that, I do a... Uh, uh, a 45 minute uh, uh, yoga stretch session to uh, limber up because uh, you know we're not as young as we used to be. Yes, this is uh, this is true. In fact, I just was commenting uh, uh, last night. I was chatting with my son, and I said, uh, you know, probably one of the number one things I miss, aside from you know hanging out with him, uh, is Bikram yoga. I, I I miss those hot yoga classes. I mean, man, I, and I'd fallen off. I wasn't going as consistently because of the amount of travel. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. Sure to talk to uh, Tim Grant to, uh, to go to one. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, they can be expensive depending on uh, your timing. Timing is everything, isn't it? Well, that's why I do it at six in the morning, and it uh, it starts the day right and. Uh, and if you're lucky enough that you're interacting with people in your local time zone or you're interacting with with people who are in a, a time zone that that shifts the opposite way out, out west for instance you still have quiet mornings but uh, if you're based in the west and you interact with a whole bunch of people uh, east of you your mornings you got to get up pretty darn early to have a quiet morning i got invited to the 5 a.m club but the 5 a.m. club is the 2 a.m. club for me. And like, I like to get up early. Like I get up around 5.30 and, I, and I'd get up a half hour early to join a, you know, the 5 a.m. club. But the 5 a.m. club I got invited to, as I say, they're in Ontario. It's 2 a.m. my time. I'm just not that much of a keener. <laughs> You're on the wrong coast, but I used to be on this coast. Well, hey, I think no matter what coast we're on, we're pretty convinced that everybody else is on the wrong one. Yeah, but I, I do envy your... Uh your closeness to the hills and uh, one of these days when we get out there we'll have to uh, do a few runs together or do some dirt biking hey well i'm, I'm trying not to take people uh, for tourist dirt bike rides at all anymore that's really not worked out well i think two out of three brokers have wound up in the hospital uh, the, the last few times i've been out so I, I try not to be a tour guide with that anymore but uh i'm going to suggest winter i'm going to suggest some some skiing but uh Pat, I, I want to thank you for taking the time to, to share with us, uh, share with us, you know, some of your experience and, and what you're doing right now, the results you're getting from it. And, uh, you know, you look well, your business seems to be doing well. Everything seems like it's on the right track. And uh, I, I really think 2021 has every, every bit of promise of being your best year yet. And uh, I think that's what you're after. That is, that's my year of growth, and it's all about consistency and uh, just keeping focus. Well, I've been using the hashtag year of fun, but now I feel like maybe I'm uh, being lazier. I'm on, I'm on focus because I'm not focused on growth. But uh, for, for, for me, actually going and having fun, that, that actually is, I can file that under personal growth because I haven't done a lot of that in the last 30 years. So. Oh, and you should. You do a lot of good. 
Yeah. Well, this conversation has, has been fun and has hopefully led to some growth. And and for those of you who've tuned in and you're, you're hearing about Pat making 10 calls a day and you're thinking to yourself, who do I call? And you're wondering, what do I say when I call them? Fire me an email. A bunch of you know what I'm about to say. Fire me an email with the word poster in the header and I'll send you a, a PDF that you can print out and put on the wall. And it's, it's a great seat. And that, I didn't even know you had that there, Pat. That was not staged. So Pat's got a copy of it printed out sitting right next to him. And, and it's just some great little conversation starters. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't put so much pressure on yourself when you're talking to people. It's just a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, Pat, how are you? Well, I'm great. I'm great, Dustin. And it's great to finally connect and, uh, be on your show. This is wonderful, man. It's that easy. Hey, how are you? And then a second question, a follow-up question to that one. Pat, is there anything I can do to help you out today, this week, this month, whatever? Is there anything I can do to help you out? Nothing that comes to mind, but just keep doing what you're doing. That's all I can say. And, and, and there's two questions. It's a good conversation. You're smiling. I'm smiling. And man, thank you so much. This is a great chat. No, this is wonderful. All right, we'll give everybody else uh, 35 minutes left in the hour to go make some of those 10 calls. I've only got uh, four done. I've got six more to do today. There you go. You'll knock them out in the next 35 minutes, no doubt. No, that's good. We'll keep up the good work and we'll stay in touch. Thanks, Pat. Enjoyed the conversation. <laughs> you too. All right. See you guys tomorrow. Cheers.